All right, I have two very important questions for you today. Well, we're going to say hi once again because now we we did the video, but now we're audio, right? I I like just to like submerge people in, like okay. we're, we're here. Hello, everybody, and twenty three podcasts. That the twenty. You said it right. Good job. I, okay, I caught you off guard. I said it right. So uh, my uh, these are social media questions that we've we've gotten a little bit of. Um, we got some opinions going out there, and I just want to get you in on the conversation. Some questions we've been asking people. Okay, are you ready? As if my opinion matters, but go ahead, please. Okay, the first question is, true or false, it doesn't matter if it's an audiobook, physical book, or ebook. If you complete it, you have the right to say that you've read it. I would say yes, you have the right. You have <laughs> free country. Yeah, it's a free country. Um, I don't do much with audiobooks, but when, sometimes when I've been driving, I have, and I've enjoyed them. It, sometimes sure. they're quite well uh, read. Uh, the reader does a, a lot of good voice versions for, to help with the different characters. Uh, right now, my personal choice is uh, e-books. Sure. I've been reading a lot. Uh, partly, I started it uh, when, when, when I discovered I could change the font to make it big enough. So I can see it. Uh, but I, I like it now because of its availability. So I can, if I travel, for example, I usually have about a dozen books on, on uh, my Kindle app on my iPad. Now, I, as you know, I really love going to the library. I find the library just to be an exciting place. And it's very sad that the library is closed. I understand that it is. But I was, I was also thinking about, I don't know if I will be able to get a library book in the near future just because of my fear of it being contaminated with something. But then at the, at the same time, I was thinking yesterday, well, it's been closed through most of this, so maybe the books will be spared from being and contaminated. The, only, the virus doesn't live that long on a book. Oh, <laughs> there's Depends science. What kind, of book, what kind of book? Yeah. Fiction, what maybe a, a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> no, but actually, it doesn't live that long on surfaces. What are you, uh, what are you reading right now? Right now, I am reading several books. I have like four different books going on at the same time, five books. One is a very interesting book about, uh, I think it's called The Martyr of the Amazon, the, oh. the nun that was killed in the Amazon back in the 1990s, I believe. Uh, I had started a couple of years ago and for whatever reason, lost the book and I found it again. Mm -hmm. And um, then in terms of fiction, I'm reading American Dirt, uh, oh, are you? You're, that's right. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. talked about going to the library. I still go to the library, but I get eBooks, and I I can do that from home. And uh, you're only allowed to check out X number of books at a time, but that's fine. That's more more than I need. Yeah, I uh, I enjoy the the app where you can borrow books from the library. I I finished American Dirt a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm reading a total throwaway called. Uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's called The Hunting Party. It's about a bunch of friends that are snowed in in Scotland somewhere and somebody's going to die. That's We know that it's coming. I just don't know how yet. If, if somebody's looking for a good book to read uh, and it's not brand new, it's been around for a while, by Kruger, uh, William Kruger, K-R-U-E-G-E-R, called uh, Ordinary Grace. I would recommend that extremely highly. Ordinary uh, Grace. Okay, I'll put it on my reading list. Yeah. Okay, I second question. Just as serious as the first, okay? okay? True or false? True or false? Showering at night is better than showering in the morning. 
oh, I need the shower in the morning to wake up. Total, total agreement. I'm a 100% shower in the morning kind of person. Yeah, that's as far as I'm going to take that. These are definitely the deep theological questions people come to the podcast for. So I'm glad that we can discuss them. So now we get to move ahead. Can I say something about this coming Sunday, please? I guess. Okay. <laughs> Reluctant. <laughs> We're starting Holy Week. And this will be a, like uh, a Holy Week like you've never seen before or experienced before. Yeah. it's uh, You know, I'm finding myself, I'm getting excited about it, though. At first I was like, wow, this is going to be so different. But I'm, I'm slowly starting to get excited about it. Well, I went back to uh, I'm working on the bulletin for Easter Sunday morning, working ahead. But uh, I was reading the one for Easter last year. Yeah. And it was filled with a lot of excitement. Our first Easter in the new church. Yeah. So anyway, I'll talk about that next week on our podcast. But this week on Palm Sunday, the palm branches came in last week already. Uh, they were ordered so far in advance that even once we had the, the quarantine, uh, there's no way to change the orders. So the, the palm branches are here and we will have the blessing. We have one mass, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning. Uh, and as a lot of people know, it's really Palm Sunday and Passion Sunday, two in one. I talk about that every year. I've so, heard you say that 16 times now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah at least. So Palm Sunday is uh, really what happens before the Mass begins. Yeah. So uh, what I want to do is talk a little bit about the God and the blessing of the palms. Then when we once we go up to the altar, it becomes Patient Sunday. Sure. You know, before before we get into that, let's clarify real quick, just in case somebody didn't see uh, the schedule we put out. We are still going to be doing Palm Sunday and the entire Holy Week uh, Triduum. We're going to be broadcasting that from the church, and uh, the the complete schedule is online. And everything is adapted to not having people. So, for right. example, Holy Thursday, we won't have the washing of the feet. On Good Friday. There'll be a veneration of the cross without people coming up to kiss the cross. I mean, technically, we could just have you sit on a chair. You could just wash your own feet. It'd be pretty boring, though. Well, what I recommended, it, uh, I don't know where I put it, it, online, in the bulletin. I don't know where, but I wrote that I said, uh, maybe if they're watching Holy, on Holy Thursday, maybe after Mass is over, uh, a family that's been sitting there watching the Mass together, they could wash each other's feet. That's beautiful. Oh. You know, you have some really good ideas once in a while. Well... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've What's seen actually, I've seen uh, videos of hu- like a couple doing that at a wedding reception, which yeah. I think is really beautiful. Yeah, because we're not going to start doing this at weddings. Uh, no, I don't it was at the, re- at the reception. Oh, at the reception. Okay. Yeah, not at the wedding. I at, wouldn't. Go that after, you, after you dance for three hours now, then I wash your feet. Okay. <laughs> right. After, after the bride's taken off her heels and she's running around barefoot all over the reception hall. That's. Okay. That's love, my friends. <laughs> okay. Good Good Friday, We, I said we're going to have veneration of the cross. Uh, they, we will. Uh, that's going to be, this year we're going to do it at 2 o'clock. Holy Thursday, 7 p.m., like always. Yeah. Uh, 2 o'clock on Good Friday, and it will be rebroadcast in the evening at 7 o'clock. Yep. We're going to do the Easter vigil at 8.30 p.m., and it's interesting, it's supposed to be dark by then, but on the other hand, we're not doing the, the lighting of the new fire and, and carrying the candle in and have everybody in church hold a candle. Sure. Uh, 
but it still will be at at nightfall, and we will have the exalted sung uh, with the the canticle to the new light of the risen Lord, the blessing of the water. There will not be baptisms or confirmations, and the people in RCIA, uh, I think they've really adapted themselves well to understanding that they will be able to join the church and have the sacraments of initiation and that first communion that they're longing for is just not going to happen in Easter Vigil. Right. And then on Easter Sunday, one mass at 10 o'clock. It's going to be the easiest Easter we've ever had. Uh, yeah, but in some ways the hardest. So, well, I meant schedule-wise. You're being yeah. so serious today. I am serious. This is You're, hard work. This, uh, yeah, but people people watch this to laugh, so we're just having fun. <laughs> Okay, everybody, laugh at Michael. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's why I'm here. Okay, let's talk about this first gospel before when we bless the palms. And I'm going to start by asking you, Michael, a really tough question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. When, when you pick music for Mass, and I'm not talking about the hymns or the songs, but when the, the, the service music, uh, and you look at, uh, and usually it's a, somebody writes a complete Mass, so the the same with the the great amen and the alleluia, the the holy, holy, the lamb of God. So sure. what what do you look at when you're choosing an appropriate piece of music for the holy, holy? For the holy, holy specifically? Specifically. What makes it a, a good holy, holy? Well, I think, you know, at that, that point of the mass, the holy, holy needs to be uh, of what... The, the preface that is leading into it as you know as you're saying that we're, we're joining with all of the angels and the saints uh in the song of endless praise i i feel like in that moment the song needs to feel like it's taking us into a heavenly experience that we're because we believe at that moment that we're literally joining the the song that's never ending in heaven right and so i would hope that the music echoes that in some way well, so it has to have some, um, what, what would I call it, elegance. It has to have that ability to raise you up. It has to have a solemnity. But it also has to be something that is... Uh, it has to take you somewhere. Yeah, and it connects with you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the reason I ask that is because the words of the Holy Holy are all scriptural. And they come up in this gospel reading that I'm about to read. Mm -hmm. First half of the holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Now, the host there is not little Eucharistic wafers, host. It's right. it's like a, a battalion, a host of angels. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts. That's from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 6. It's the vision that Isaiah is having when he's before God. And it's the angels that are singing, holy, holy, Lord God of hosts. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Pretty incredible words. Right. But right. then we go into the second part. Blessed is Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. That is from the gospel today. When Jesus enters the city of Jerusalem in triumph. And that in turn, so it's in Matthew's gospel that I'm going to read in a second. But that in turn is also a quotation from Psalm 118 of the Old Testament. So the people are crying out, basically saying, this is the new King David. Sure. So uh, let, let me read the gospel, if I may. Yes, please do. Thank you for asking. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is the year of Matthew. When Jesus and the disciples drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, go into the village opposite you and immediately you will find an ass tethered and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them here to me. And if anyone should say anything to you, reply, the master has need of them. Then he will send them at once. This happened so that what had been spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. Say to the daughter Zion, behold, your king comes to you, meek and riding on an ass and on a coat, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had ordered them. They brought the ass and the coat and laid their cloaks over them, and he sat upon them. The very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and strewed them on the road. The crowds preceding him and those following kept crying out and saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was shaken and asked, who is this? And the crowds replied, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Pretty cool, huh? It's now, a great scene. It's it's, it's got so much image, vivid imagery to it. And you can you can hear them, you know, you can in your mind. Yeah. And in Matthew's gospel. It all leads up to this. This is the trip of a lifetime, so to speak. Uh, most of the what's happened up the, to this point on uh, the first 20 chapters or so, excluding the nativity story, mm -hmm. uh, takes place around Galilee. And Jesus is saying, let's go to Jerusalem. So then there's the journey to Jerusalem. And then he finally gets there and he's entering and it's the feast of Passover. So there is a big crowd. And among that the people in that crowd are a lot of other Galileans, so they already know him. And you know, when you say when you yeah. say the trip of a lifetime, it, it reminds me of you know on any game show they they make every trip that's a prize sound like the best trip that you'll ever take <laughs> in your entire life. Yeah, I always get afraid when somebody advertises like uh, uh, you know this mission trip. This will be the trip of a lifetime, or this will be a life changing experience. Sure. It may it may be, but I hate to build it that way because then your expectations are so high. But this truly truly was uh, the, the the trip of the gospel, if not yeah. the life. But the, the gospel all leads up to this. And, and in some ways, uh, to play on words a little bit, it's it's the trip of e an eternal lifetime, right? Like, we, yeah. we have a vested interest in this as well because the end result has a significant role in our our eternal life. Yeah, and, and it's also a very mixed bag you know we we go from the high to the low within minutes we read this and we we hold the palm branches and people say hosanna in the highest you know but it, then right after that we go into reading the passion and it's like okay did the crowd turn or is it other people or is it really that's inconsequential it's how we don't always accept the good news or Maybe they thought Jesus was King David in the sense of he was going to wipe out Rome uh, and get the Roman power off their backs. By the way, Jesus was probably entering this particular gate of the, the old city. And um, Pilate 
was probably coming in the other gate. Of course, he was coming in uh, with his chariots and soldiers and was a lot of pomp and uh, grandeur and power. And Jesus came in uh, riding on, on an ass, which is a sign of humility. And it's like, even though they were crying out, this come in the name of the David, they're crying out, but at the same time, he's already, already uh, presenting himself in a very humble way. It's interesting, though, I, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about how this almost plays into what we're going through right now. Because as soon as we start to feel threatened in some way, our opinions and our attitudes towards others can totally do a 180, right? And so in one moment, they're, they're shouting, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then in the next, they're shouting, crucify him. Yeah. And in, in some ways, I feel <laughs> as though I've, I have, I have changed the way I feel about being around other people right now during this crisis. You know, like I love being with people, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a people person, but right now I almost like, I just wanted to stay away from anybody possible so that I can keep myself and my family safe, you know? And so it's, it's this total 180 and what wouldn't be natural for me. Uh, and, and in some ways that's the same 180 that we see in the gospel amongst the crowd. Well, I, I think sometimes our external expression of things will change. It's always a question in the core. Sure. You know, yeah, you're, I would like to say you're keeping away from me, not just for your own self-preservation, but because you also respect me and say yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, yeah, it, you, you have to get beyond that. I don't want to say that people are fickle, but our exterior can can blow in the wind with different circumstances. But yeah. what's inside has to be where we tie ourselves down. There's but, a, a show on NBC right now called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And the whole premise is that she hears people's most inner thoughts and emotions expressed through a song. Uh, and it and it breaks out in her world as a, a musical before her. So the musician in me loves that. Um, but in in this week's episode, now she cannot hide her innermost thoughts and feelings. And it, she she literally just starts singing to people songs that express what she's feeling on the inside. So she's she's completely exposed in a way that she never has been before. And so she may say one thing and then her innermost thoughts come out in a song and it's completely contrary to what she may tell somebody. It's a really interesting premise. That That is, and I'm not going to get too far afield on this, but I will tell you, it might be a blessing when, that people can't always read our thoughts. Yeah, well, especially what you think about me when I digress during the 23 podcast. <laughs> I don't think a whole lot at all. <laughs> but I, I, I want to get back to this thing. If uh, when I said that this this is a, a quote in the Holy Holy. So if we have Isaiah, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, it's like the most sacred of moments. And so when we sing that at Mass, it's saying what we're going into is the most sacred of moments. Mm -hmm. Then when we conclude with the next part, which is the entrance into Jerusalem, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. We have to think about all that happens when we go into Jerusalem. And this week is Holy Week. So going into Jerusalem means the Last Supper. It, it means the crucifixion. It also means the resurrection. So when we sing it at Mass, we're saying, okay, folks, in the next rest of this Mass, we are going into Holy Week. 
and all within that Eucharistic prayer and including communion, we are celebrating Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter at every Mass. So that's why when we sing the Holy, Holy uh, at every Mass, we realize it's Holy Week. But when we enter Holy Week and we sing it, we have to be conscious that we are in the presence of our entire salvation. I mean, we are there. It's unfolding before us. I think that's what so many people love about this week. And And I think so many people were disappointed knowing that we're not going to be gathering as church in the church uh, for this, because, you know, for those of you that have been to each of the Holy Week liturgies for the last 10 or 15 years with us, you know, there's just this beautiful progression from Palm Sunday into Thursday into Friday. And two things I'll say. Number one, we we make it a, a continuance. We, we continue to go through the whole thing. And it's like one long liturgy. Yeah. The other thing, many, many people at this parish do participate at all levels. It's yeah. not throw up for Easter. And that's uh, where my heart is broken most, is that uh, I hope that whoever's watching this realizes they want to make the commitment at all levels. All right, everybody. Well, thank you again for tuning in for another episode of the 23 Podcast. Uh, we, we miss you terribly, but we will be with you this week through uh, our live stream from the church. We hope you'll join us and uh, have a little have a little viewing party at home. I love the idea of washing feet. I think that's great. Okay. Hey, God bless you. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you next week on the 23 Podcast.